This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm John Allen, and I make love to wrestling. <laughs> Joey is still on an assignment, but I'm sure he's making love somewhere. I have I have trouble believing that as Stephen, and I hate wrestling. <laughs> you should love wrestling as a show where we try to convince Stephen that he should love wrestling. Hey, you, go to Amazon.com right now, but do it the weird way, where you go to BoardWalkAudio.com oh, forward right. slash You Should Love Wrestling, and then you click that Support Our Artist button, and then you shop on Amazon like you normally would, and then we get just a little teeny tiny kickback. Doesn't cost you more money, wow. and then our show can run for... Ever? Years. So you're yeah. saying don't go to Amazon.com. You're saying go to boardwalk.com forward slash you should love wrestling mm-hmm. and then click the support our artist button to go to Amazon.com. Yeah, that's wow. the one. Wow. It seems like an extra step, but a step that's worth it for us. <laughs> it's, worth, it's not worth it for you. It's worth <laughs> it. You know what? It's worth it for your peace of mind. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's if you right. want to sleep tonight yeah. and you want to know that we're sleeping tonight, <laughs> we need to. We please. need to sleep soundly. We're so tired. We ain't asking for no handout, but we got them gimmicks called bills. <laughs> what? It's true. We do have those gimmick called got them bills. Gimm- it's called Dash Buttons. What? Stacy? Be sure to check out True Car today. <laughs> Ooh, we were just telling Stephen recently about um, about JR's podcast on the croissant witch. What, what do you say about the croissant witch? What hasn't he said about the croissant <laughs> I witch? I listen to it all the time. I never heard him like go off on the croissant witch. Folks, I just got to tell you that <laughs> if, if you love a sandwich that's just fluffy, but it's also got egg, <laughs> cheese, and your choice of either bacon or sausage, you got to try... The Burger King croissant. <laughs> but is that a sponsor? Or is that just a declaration of love? Yeah, I think it's a, both. Oh, that's I think a great he question. was like, I want to. I got a sponsor that I'm passionate about. That people are going to love. That I want to talk about. <laughs> it, go, it goes great with some fruity, delicious Skittles. By God, it sure does. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's an absolutely flaky thing that you need to hear. <laughs> which <laughs> one? Because they all kind of have a croissant. Which these days, the fast food places. Uh, the, Burger the Burger, Burger King, King one. specifically. Yeah. Burger. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna show you that later, Steve. It's not bad. About this wait. recently. The th- yeah, the thing is, he's not really wrong. No, he's not. So nobody. I've had. A, I've tried the croissant. Which have you tried it, Stephen? Was the last time you went to Burger King? Yeah, I, I, like I don't know. <laughs> the nineties. <laughs> You're kidding. I haven't been to Bur. Yeah, I pr- I might have gone in high school, so maybe like 2002. Holy shit! No, I believe that because he's a very trim guy. So yeah, the he's fact trim. that he's not at Burger King 24 seven does not surprise me. John, I- John Allen thinks I'm fat. Yeah. I do not That's think you're we fat. <laughs> we, well, Nick, just before Big you were fatty. saying that you were looked fat because of I your beard, <laughs> I I think that you enjoy Burger King in moderation, but you probably also have a healthy running regimen. Ooh, <laughs> that's funny. So that balances things out. <laughs> you God, yeah. I haven't ran since 2002. Yeah. <laughs> well. Different lifestyle. Guys, you're hearing him. We've already <laughs> mentioned him. Today's guest is an actor, comedian, a voice actor, and a professional wrestling manager and announcer. You may know him as the voice of Jarvis in pain for PlayStation 3. You may also know him as Donald Trump <laughs> from Freak Show Wrestling. It's fantastic. It really is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's fantastic. He's tremendous. Please welcome Mr. John Allen. Welcome hey, to the show, hello. sir. Hey. How are you? Good, man. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, hopping right in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm already having a giggling time. I yeah, feel yeah. like this is going to be a good one. Just to give people a little bit of background, we, we, we met you briefly a few months ago when you did the, it was the, the handoff show, essentially, uh-huh. of yeah. You Should Love Wrestling's YSLW. Pro, where we very folks, this is real. This is not a storyline. This is a shoot. We lost the time slot, definitely not scripted, to Jason Wayne Christians, a previous guest of the show, friend uh-huh. of the show, JWC, live at the Pack Theater. Yeah. And you were at that show doing some stand up. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I got asked to open it up and then do about 10 minutes. Uh, and in hindsight, there's all these other like wrestling specific bits I wish I could have I remembered to have gone into yeah (laughs) Jason was figuring out the show at that time by the way the show that we most definitely planned and we had no idea that Jason was that's right this is all very yeah I was actually really impressed I mean you you guys appear to have like a, a had a regular audience there you know it was very interactive and 
throwing cupcakes and stuff at him. It was a cool vibe. It's a fun show. We actually, we just came from the the JWC show last night. Last night. Craziness. Steven was a commentator. Mm -hmm. I had no... Serial Man was there, right? Serial Man did the show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I was sitting front row shitting on everyone. Yeah. Did he have the full, the head and everything? He came and did the the full thing. Oh, that's awesome. I wasn't at that show. I I didn't go to that. That's the Serial Man show, but wait, who do we know that is the identity of Serial Man known? Yeah, Derek yes outed no. himself on our show. He came on the show as Derek. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Derek Smith. Okay. Who the fuck are you thinking of? Captain uh, Crunch? I'm blacked out. Well, Donald oh Trump God. would never break kayfabe like No, that. he sure fucking wouldn't. God damn it. He hasn't yet into his reign of president. <laughs> no. Dear Thank God, God. God. The reigning defending. <laughs> so, uh, so John, tell us a little bit about it. you. You're a, uh, like, like we said before, wrestling manager. I'm a hybrid. Uh, and, and what got you comedian, into wrestling. actor. Yeah, so like, yeah. what got you into watching it slash being involved in the world? And we it? know that you're a, a, a very much a professional wrestling uh, personality. Do mm-hmm. you, I, I know you have matches. Are yes. you, how much of, how much training and, and wrestling have you gone through in your life? Uh, I've, tra- I've trained, yeah, I know. Like, where do we begin? I've trained with a, a bunch of people over the years um most notably probably uh shannon ballard over at kayfabe college mm-hmm. um i was training down at occw when i was a part of that over the last year and such lucha training in san diego because obviously you know there's lucha since we're getting that much closer to <laughs> to tj uh-huh um no my deal was you know a fan of it growing up all my life pretty much where um, are you from San Diego. Oh, cool. Okay. And uh, I got asked to do commentary for an independent fed down there, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Where for one company, I finally got to be a manager. Another company, I started wrestling and then ran a show down there called Fans United Wrestling. And when I uh, finally made the move full time up here, I contributed to almost every you know league in um, in the area, and then mm-hmm. freak, till I got going with freak show wrestling. So. F-U-W, huh? Yeah, I almost wore the shirt, but then I thought like I'd be siding with him too much because it says F-U wrestling. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. he'd be like, this guy gets it. I like it. that, it's though. It's bad fun. optics. Yeah. I totally get it. You got to be aware it's of It's optics this. that you support, though. Yeah. yeah but it's bad. Hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. So you've done it. You've done a bit of training. You did a bunch of, comment, bunch of commentary. What Were you uh, initially into wrestling uh, growing up? Like, how did you discover it? Or mm-hmm. was it through... Uh, I would say it was about 92. I was just kind of flipping through channels one Saturday morning looking for uh, for cartoonies. And, mm-hmm. and then I saw, I think it was Bret Hart just kind of doing a promo after he'd won the, the title from Ric Flair. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, then The Undertaker comes out. And, of course, that that hooked me and all the, the crazy characters. I'm like, let's, you know, let's watch this for a bit. Back yeah. when wrestling still had morning shows. Yeah, yeah it was superstars, I believe. Yep. And then it just kind of, you know, went from there. I'd Something I kind of stuck with even through the good times and the bad times of it because <laughs> it was something to watch and it's S- fun still actively watching a lot of the main wwe products or I took is anything break. else you're into I, I took a break i was really getting disenfranchised by their creative direction around 2014 with the how they were trying to de just just you know tell the fans we're not going to push who you like you're going to like who we tell you to like mm-hmm. so uh, you even stuck through it even post attitude era you stuck with WWF kind of watching yeah, like, I guess through you call ruthless, it like the aggression. ruthless aggression era and yeah. stuff like that i did start watching it again recently because my roommate would watch raw and smackdown it was kind of like a time capsule like oh he's still here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so and I, you, I try to catch the pay-per-views and I usually like tweet jokes about them when I'm watching them and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Did you get pissed off uh, about around the Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns? Push Absolutely. Push we Who wanted didn't? and didn't want. Yeah. You know, it was it was just so ridiculous. They're sitting there saying like, you know, nobody's reaching for the brass ring. And it's like, F you. You know, <laughs> you got Zack Ryder who's who's busting his ass getting over on his own in yeah. spite of you. And you're they punishing finally, him for they it. They finally gave him his mania moment like five years later. Yeah. And then yeah. they took it away like that because yeah. he wasn't Miz or. Roman Reigns or Cena. Yeah. Because how dare you get over if we didn't tell you to get over? It's crazy. God damn it. And it's something that we do talk about on this show. Steven's gotten plenty of uh, plenty of context with Roman Reigns. Of I hate him. Yeah, you don't like him. I do. That's a strong opinion I have. It doesn't have anything to do with my distaste for wrestling. <laughs> Roman Reigns is a genuinely shitty wrestler. He goes out there. Who wears bad jeans. He's got stupid clothes and his dumb like floaty vest because he's afraid of <laughs> drowning. And he goes out there and he doesn't seem happy. Fuck you, Roman Reigns. All right, that's fair. Would you be happy if you were him? I mean, you, you got everybody trying to tell you you're Superman and 10,000 people night after night booing you out. Yeah. I. That's the thing is I don't, I bet, you know what? I think that's why they're booing 
them is because you see like you we watched this before we talked about this type of thing before but like we watched the rocks first match when he was rocky Mayavia, i mm-hmm. believe yeah and you go out there and you can see it you can just see him he's like he is so happy to be there and i've never seen roman reigns first match or, so i could be wrong yeah but I, I every time i watch him I'm like he doesn't look like he wants to be there it doesn't look like well, he's proud of this reigns debuted on the on the main roster as a heel as yeah. part of the shield so we didn't have to see the to, bright-eyed yeah. to play devil's advocate there's probably a part of him that's like you know don't go out there and smile because rocky Maivia was told like smile 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 be the happy baby face yeah. and everybody yeah. just just crapped all over it that's fair so he's trying to play like a badass so i think that's part of it but it's also a good cover-up in case what you're saying is yeah. actually what's going on in right? case he sucks <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm still planting that flag i think that's what's going on and I, I used to think it was just because we were mad at him for taking the spot that the everybody wanted to see daniel bryan in but right. now it's years later yeah and we're st- he's still getting the same reaction if not worse but 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 yeah but even after bryan they still then we got two solid wrestlemanias of like roman right. roman right. roman like this down your throat and it's like jesus christ Did he, i didn't see this last one that just happened right yeah. uh didn't roman reigns beat taker he re- essentially yeah. what we assume retired the undertaker and that's did you like, see did you I see did. raw the next I night did. and that's got to be devastating for like, everybody it was like what five to ten minutes where he didn't even say anything he was just absorbing all the chance of like f you roman yeah I don't, please go away please i don't go think away. i don't think he talked for like it was like eight minutes just went by and like the crowd just booed mercilessly yeah which would awesome. be fine if they would just pull the trigger on him being a heel right but they're yeah, still saying him no love round. him and every week now as braun Strowman comes out and kicks his ass more and more he's oh he's yeah. getting over when when you got your your heel destroying your top baby face and the fans are chanting thank you braun something's wrong not a good Something thing backwards wow Wow. We're in Canada every week. We're yeah. in Bizarro Canada World. It's Bizarro Yeah, they world. can't even use the Bizarro Land cop out because it's no. every arena. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um but but, but we're I will have to show you that, Stephen, the, the the promo the next night and like they just Reigns took them didn't down. talk for eight minutes and yeah, and like live on the USA Was it network. Eight? Wow. Somewhere around there. Wow. Live on the USA network, like they're chanting, Fuck you, Roman. Go away is like the yeah. most hurtful channel. Yeah, this is like go and, away. And, and when Vince you. comes yeah. out later to introduce the new GM they're also like, you know, because they know Roman they sucks. know it's be- that he's the one behind that push. So yeah. Roman sucks. Roman sucks to Vince. And Vince <laughs> just like, OK, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Well, if that's the way you feel, my show. <laughs> agree to disagree. Anyway, so, yeah, we'll have to show you that, Stephen. It's fun. Are they saying boo or boo earns? Boo, boo men reigns. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's let me introduce uh, the clip of the yeah. day. It's gonna be funny. Yeah, three. A prime number, Ugh. like how WWF was in its prime for WrestleMania three. Mickey Mouse, originally named Steamboat Willie, Come on. just like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> Celebrity endorsements, Slim Jim, snap into a Slim Jim, just like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> what do all these disjointed, hastily put together thoughts have in common? Well, they're the subject of today's scrutiny. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania three, the same WrestleMania where Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. Slam dunk. God damn it. <laughs> I figured, what the hell even is this? I figured I'd try to do the worst possible version of it to see if I could break it for you. Yeah, I'm broken. Good, I did it. Also, um, broken Nick Gligger. What's what? that? Also, George Steele was there. Yeah, yeah George, yeah, George Animal Steele Steel was there. We had Miss Elizabeth, uh, obviously, uh, escorting Mr. Macho. Uh, yeah, uh, so... I, I was kind of excited that you picked this this match because this is going to be a good sort of like... This bridges a few ...cross-section because our very first episode we of the show we watched we figured we'll start it out with something iconic so we watched the andre the giant versus hulk hogan right uh body slam you know wrestlemania three match we watched that moment we, we have also we spent an entire episode talking about uh macho man and elizabeth mm-hmm. and their and their love story and yeah. you got to get a little bit of a taste of george animal steel quite, yeah. and you've heard of ricky the dragon steamboat but for a while you thought his name was ricky the steamboat <laughs> yep I just so, I, he should have seen with tugboat. Yeah, that should have been said. like the the boaties or something <laughs> the like boaties. that. So we so this this is all kind of coming together now by seeing this Boater match, boats, and then you got a fat guy on the team. yeah yeah sin boatie sin boatie sin boatie is a new one yeah 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 it works. John, why did you pick this match? Yeah, uh, because you know a it gives me a chance to kind of watch it again. It's been a while for myself. I threw a couple at you guys, but I liked this one a lot because. A lot of people have told me, like, you know, in the business, 
Eagles. That's kind of what sold them on wanting to do it. I think it's a very good dynamic of like a very clearly defined heel, a very clearly defined baby face. Mm-hmm. You've got the manager element, which is kind of a lost art these days. Yeah. Um, and it it's it stole the show, man. I mean, yes, the 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 draw on this was Andre Hogan, but no doubt. this still stands the test of time all these years later to most people. Let's cut yeah. to a quick clip of the match. It's still in a lot of trouble. Oh, went right over the top on that attempt. And now it's the martial arts of the dragon coming into play. Irish whipping. So yeah, so I definitely agree with everything you said, John, about like it being a very clearly laid out match. I will say I have a feeling, I have a feeling this is going to be business as usual for Steven. I don't think he's going to have much to say. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Uh, well, let's. I mean, let's start talking about yeah, it. So this is. Uh, <laughs> let's. It's interesting because I'm we trying get a little to recap at the beginning. Yeah, I'm trying to follow this full recap, and I still feel like maybe it's not quite enough to fully understand what's going on. But let me. Let's try to get the broad strokes and put the pieces together for people who may not remember, or for people like me who don't fully get it. Even there's there. So okay. what's happening is. Basically, Macho Man Randy Savage has his manager and love interest, Miss Elizabeth, who's been kidnapped by George the Animal Steel because of his animal-like kind lust slash love for Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then George the Animal Steel is somehow aligned with Ricky the steamboat uh but i'm not quite sure how that happens so like why are they together why i'll, I'll be honest i don't even remember that okay so fair much. enough Wait, why are who together uh george the animal steel and ricky the steamboat dragon steamboat uh, well, be, do we if we do because one's know, a okay. dragon and one's an animal and they you know <laughs> check all right <laughs> so, right i mean i i do know that I, I i wonder if it's maybe not much more other than number one they're they're friends yeah they're both faces but also i think it's more for for just the connection of his interest in miss elizabeth i think oh, yeah to add to there the is a very good sort of beauty in the beast hunchback of notre dame dynamic yeah. going on there yeah, huh? for sure because we did get a little taste of that in the macho man episode when gene yeah. brought in with all gene those clips Augusta, gene Augusta. Yeah. we did get that george god, animal steel got yeah. yeah look oh god it's so Beautiful. sparkly <laughs> george animal steel definitely got involved there i think just because it was just someone for macho man to kind of feel with for a while I where see. He, he got an interest in miss elizabeth okay so even though i don't quite know the full story either i'm sure it has to be so they a, kind of, a lot of it is just let's just have two managers they can have their own thing going on on the outside of the ring while we can also have the match got it so that's got it kind of a, just a good way because to involve George, multiple people because it's not I, I don't know if this is true or not but i i'm getting the impression that ricky the dragon steamboat at the time is probably a higher up guy in the company yeah. so it's like it's not it wouldn't be as great to watch George the Animal Steel who's clearly a much lower card guy go up against Macho Man Randy Savage so well, they pair them together so we can well, you're certainly yeah. not going to get the same kind of match I mean, yeah. obviously George didn't really even bump so much back in the day that was a great example of a guy just working a gimmick and getting over whereas with Ricky obviously a great, super yeah, athletic a guy yeah and he's kind of able to you know go more at Savage's uh, speed at this yeah. time yeah, uh, and they're definitely formidable foes and both really good in the ring, really both at their at their prime. Right. Uh, what's great about this match, too, we talked about this in our very first episode where we talked uh, Hulk and Andre the Giant. Ring. We have, uh, yeah, we have our that. <laughs> and I would love in. to know what that robe costs because it's just magnificent. Oh, right? it's wonderful. One day we'll be able to get one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing cooler than just showing up to a, a match in industrial machinery. These guys come yeah. in a scissor lift. I'm reminded of the time The Rock took a steamroller into WrestleMania. Sure. Uh, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin used his backup to mm-hmm. show up at Monday Night Raw. Like, it's so cool to use industrial equipment like mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, it's such a, this is, a, it's such a different era too. Like, it feels so mm-hmm. far too flashy. Uh, maybe glitzy. Very glitzy. I mean, yeah, what, what year was this again? This I was, uh, I didn't write it down anywhere. Yeah, maybe? this is in, uh, yeah, 1987. Yeah, it's just, oh. oh, it's such a different time. I love it. Uh, and then we have Ricky and the Dragon Steamboat doing right his karate. Right out of the gate, just doing his karate i knew you were oh, yeah. to say. that was uh, uh, so weird i love it uh he, it, it does seem like a lot more of a product of the time in a way doesn't well it? Dish, sure. and also wbf had like a, a habit of like if you were like hawaiian or islander they they'd they could say, ah, he could be Japanese. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Ricky's Hawaiian, if I recall. And then you got uh, yeah. Yokozuna, who was Samoan playing Japanese. Yeah. So. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He, they do say he's Hawaiian and he's playing uh, this very, like, uh, Japanese karate. It feels very karate kid. Even his moves, it's like, these aren't real karate moves, but, like, let me 
pretend. Well, if you right. think this is him playing Japanese, man, when he came back and they had him literally dress as a dragon, that was just a hoot. Ooh. Well, but that said, though, but that said, though, he he is billed from Hawaii. Ricky, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is part Japanese for real, for sure. So he is. Yeah, uh, the the ethnicities in Hawaii are you, yeah not yeah. not. Uh, and I'm just that. looking it up. It says um, he's a mixed I, ancestry, having uh, been born to an English father and a Japanese. Well, mother. there you this go. Makes sense. With so arm dregs for days. Yes, he does. <laughs> And then we have I like I like George the Animal Steel's bit. George the Animal Steel makes me laugh just because he just his deal is like I'm confused and scared by this world. <laughs> yep. Like I I love that he's like oh, it's oh almost like God. an autistic sort of thing where it's he's just fun. yeah it's so funny to watch. Like yeah I feel I feel like it's like unfrozen caveman lawyer in a way. It's just yeah. like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like uh-huh. but it's without all the words. The it's my favorite tongue and everything yeah. and the little doll. Yep. He's a super he's a super interesting character in this. So it, it, clearly, like right at the top, it feels like we got a lot of characters going into this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I, if you guys know more about him at all, I'm curious about Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because uh, obviously I got his name wrong for a while. But like he's <laughs> not somebody I think of as in like the main. Uh, you know, like he's not somebody I'd imagi- immediately think of as like a legend no. of wrestling. Well, maybe like not the- necessarily in WBF. I mean, a lot of yeah. his uh, higher profile stuff was with Ric Flair in, in NWA and mm-hmm. WCW. Okay. In, in WWF, oh, okay. I want to say he left shortly after this match. And, and I believe he, he did. For like a, a long time. And that's why when they oh. brought him back, the whole dragon thing was it was a marketing thing. But I think it was also kind of like to... And this is his only Intercontinental Championship win. Right. Yeah. And when he came back, which was, I think, around 91, he didn't uh, have a very long run with them then either. No, I don't believe. In fact, it was 91, correct? Yeah, yeah. Because I know that, yeah, he was he was with them for a little bit after this match. He did go to WCW. Right. Um, this although, Also, by the way, wasn't this the first time the Intercontinental Championship, I mean, it's only WrestleMania 3, but this was the first time that the championship uh, changed hands at WrestleMania. That might have been. I know they had matches at, at 1 and 2, yeah. but I think, yeah, this was uh, this was the big passing oh, of the torch. Oh, yeah. His real name is Rick Blood. <laughs> Rick Dick Richard Blood. Blood. Richard Blood. Rick Blood. Which also, yeah. we're just going to make that clear. That's not a bad wrestling name That's either. That's an We've awesome name. That before. It's like, go I on as Dick Blood. His name's Dick Blood. Like, what a fucking. <laughs> also, for like ECW, like, what a metal gimmick to just come out. I'm Dick Blood. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be terrified of that guy. Of course, I mean, this, you know, Steamboat was always such a, a good guy, so I don't know how well that would have uh, worked. <laughs> Dick right. Blood, you're For the persona he was trying to put out there. I'm going to squirt my dick blood all over you right yeah it's it's definitely... remember when i asked like what kind of language you were gonna have on yeah this yeah show? yeah uh <laughs> so yeah we don't care <laughs> well that's a name it's not true offensive. it's yeah. like blood. we're not dick cussing blood. we're just reading his name yeah so it's fine um it is it is interesting because i was watching this i i don't know what you guys thought but i was like oh this seems like a uh, a particularly like well done match. I wondered. Oh, uh, we, interesting. Okay, we've said like we've said before. I think we've we've praised Macho Man Randy Savage as being a uh, an obsessive wrestler in a way, like mm-hmm. really working on getting things right. And I kind of wondered what the whole the reputation is for Mister Steamboat, uh, Mister Blood, Mister Dick Blood. Like, is that is he in the similar level? Because again, I know nothing about. I, him. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't did. say that he has the same reputation of wanting to rehearse things quite as much. Yeah, but he's obviously very well. Received Respected for the matches he's had and who yeah. he can work with. I mean, even when he, uh, you remember when he came back to that that Legends versus Chris Jericho, the mid two thousands, he looked great. Yeah, that was huh. he was the big star of that because he could he still go. Great. And the next pay per view, they even had uh, Steamboat versus Chris Jericho, and he was in his got to be like fifties, early sixties at yeah. that point. And he was gone for a while. He hadn't done like any wrestling, at least like not for that company. No, he's just a guy who lived clean and didn't succumb to a lot of demons, as yep. they usually call it. And he's uh, he's held up and amazingly well yeah and uh the thing about him too stevens you were saying like you don't always hear a lot about him i think yeah. that in regards to like wrestling fans and wrestlers obviously he's regarded as one of the best i mean yeah. he's he's to, to a lot of like outside folks and people who only kind of know of wrestling he's definitely not going to be known like hulk hogan or like no, no. but i mean like recently in vegas we had the cauliflower alley club and he's done a number of like seminars where you can kind of learn a bit from, oh, yeah? from ricky and that's just like unheard of because you know people who are in the know with wrestling they put him on such a high pedestal as far as his work rate and what he's able to impart yeah. to to people learning huh and this is considered Stephen, whether you know it or not one of the best wwf matches ever yeah you know uh yeah i mean i'll i'll say that like i was like this is 
good. They're doing it interesting. Because well. I thought for sure you'd think I said you'd think it was business as usual, and maybe it is, but you think it's very cleanly done. Let me let me say one thing that I did that helped. Okay, I watched it at one point five speed. <laughs> that okay. definitely helped move the pace along. Oh, right. That never hurts any wrestling we match. Know. I believe we that's a that. fact. But the, yeah, these guys I'll are disagree like disagree with you on that. But please continue. That's right. Stephen. I'd love I'd love to be proven wrong on that one, but I don't think it's possible. I'll, I'll explain <laughs> why. But please finish your point. No, it's it is it's just interesting because I was watching this and I was like these moves feel crisp it feels sold it's sold well uh like every every element worked better for me than i'm used to for a wrestling match like i feel like i didn't see as many uh you know i i everybody who doesn't like wrestling will bitch about how it looks fake or whiffs or whatever sure. i didn't see a lot of that in this and i was like okay so cool good work uh that's, wow. that's what i was thinking for most of this but i'm kind yeah. of surprised okay yeah. yeah i mean guys i'm full of surprises i'm a real yeah. i'm a real character <laughs> <laughs> On the, I will say also on the production side too. Um, the, of course, as always, the team of Gorilla Monsoon and and uh, Jesse Ventura is great on yeah. commentary. Those two are like just amazing in their own right. Gorilla, of course, especially the the heel work done by Rick uh, by uh, by by Jesse Ventura in yeah. this match. Oh, he was fantastic. He's so good. It's like every single thing that he he forgives everything yeah it's kind of like an improv game like we, where we call it justification you know yeah, whatever yeah. the bad guy says you have to somehow ju- it's like a fox news thing too in a yeah way. it sure is <laughs> you have to justify why that was a smart move and why it was cheating if if the the you know the face does it but not the heel yeah, yeah. Uh, there, Jesse Ventura. I well, I guess he's uh Jesse Ventura is the heel in this one. You're saying yeah, he's the, the heel of the commentary. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's uh, the color commentator. He's always busting monsoon's balls. You got mustard all over you. You're a mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny because he is unrelenting in it. But I was I wrote down when I was watching it. I'm like, he's a real stickler for the rules. Like what when things happen or don't happen. Yeah. Like, well, that's not supposed to. Look happen. at that yeah. monsoon oh, grabbing on. Savage's hair. <laughs> you got it. You got to count him out there. And it's like, well, what the fuck is going? On? Yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, he's he is is like uh we just watched the the xfl documentary not too long oh, lord uh oh, yeah. and it was uh it was really interesting but like just watching uh jesse ventura heckle football coaches like that <laughs> like it's the same thing You're like, well obviously that's wrong what do you have to say for yourself right, right. it's a conspiracy it's, it's yeah and he's like a steamboat really so much of an honorable guy yeah. <laughs> and it's like but but he's like he's he's following you know anytime he thinks that he's doing anything wrong he'll call yeah. him out but anytime that 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 Macho Man does anything, lets it all. Yeah. No, that's okay. You gotta, yeah. let, you gotta let those ones go by. So I love. He love, wasn't love. pulling his hair. He saw a bug and he was pulling it out of there. <laughs> he was helping the man, Always just like primates used to do in the jungle. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. The animal knows. <laughs> yeah, good luck finding bugs on that back. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you can find a lot, but. Uh, but yeah, I just I, I always love, love, love that that heel commentary work when it's done again, well. like what we talked about with the managerial stuff like that's such a lost art. The closest we had was, you know, JBL acting that way because he can be such a jerk in real life. Yep. But, you know, it's otherwise you don't see him like really commit to it in the same way that like Lawler did in the early 90s, Bobby Heenan did in the late 80s and early 90s and so forth. You're talking about on commentary? I'm talking about, yeah, having a good like, you know, as a kid, it drove me nuts because I was getting worked and I, I found it annoying that like, you know, ah, how can he say that about the, you know, the sure. guy? Well, but, that's but that, it's fun. That's why I love and we've talked about this many times in the show. I will put this guy over to the end of forever. Corey Graves is doing amazing work right now. Mm. At, and he's, oh, have you been following I've much lately? It. I haven't really, I mean, he, he does, I can tell that he's committing, but he's not in, he's not uh, doing heel commentary in a way that really stands out the way some of the other people that we've mentioned do. Sure. And I, and I, I agree with that. But I mean, does he do more commentary on NXT? Because I, I only yes. see him every now and again on a pay-per-view. He, so yeah. Really... He recently, he recently left NXT. Nigel McGinnis has now well, taken that's probably place. wise. I've missed out on some of his stronger work. I just haven't seen it. His he really, really kind of cut his teeth in in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, shut up, Tom. Pretty much everything that he does is just was well, to good. shit on I'm, Tom. I'm glad Phillips. that you know at least <laughs> they're doing it there. Uh, you just don't see it as much. Like you remember when Heyman was doing commentary oh, like, during the invasion. Heyman fantastic was fantastic. Stuff. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, we all know how good you you've seen Paul Heyman. Yes. Barack Lesnar. You know, the advocate oh, that for Brock guy. Yeah. 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 Fuck, I forgot He's about a him. Mike legend. He, ah, uh, I think about him before I go to sleep. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> what I think about him, who knows? Stephen cr- <laughs> laments that ponytail. You cry every night. You're like, why won't he just bring, uh, bring it back? Look at that. Good old days. Oh, that um, move right there just shot his knees 
the way he would always like kind of grab the guy, hop over the top rope and guillotine him. Yeah. Landing like 10 feet onto the floor. Yeah, that's a that's a rough landing for sure. And, uh, you know, that's Ooh. the other thing, too, is like you guys talk about this. You've talked about this before. And there's like a, a playing to the back uh, back row element that I'm like, this looks stupid. Playing big. To playing the, big. The back. But like even like some of these, I feel like some of these moves, they don't feel they feel right. Like it feels like proportional. Like that, that one right there. There was that stop. But I want like, it's, what is it called? Like the, the atomic move? drop? Oh, okay. Okay, the, the, the one that he the did. top thing was kind of a guillotine. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I went back far enough to see it again. We'll see. Um, but th- that there's a move like he Ricky the Steamboat like gets his neck on the rope and he really like bounces back in this way that is comical and insane. But also it doesn't feel so crazy based on the fact that Macho Man's going off the like like yeah. I get it like I feel like I've yeah. seen things like where people will like bounce off a rope and then just like fly all over and it's like well this there's just and, a proportional and in a reality. second you just took his back to like an atomic drop simple simple move. And normally people would kind of like hop up and like, sell ouchie, their ouchie, groin. Ouchie. Yeah. But no, he just yeah. you know, realistically kind of crumples, not even yeah. going for a bump, just an yeah. actual how you would if it were a legit fight. I agree. It is, it is interesting to see this because it is like a different, it feels like a different tone. And, it, and it's, it re- I guess it really stood out too because I'm used to hamming it up and they're not yeah. doing that here. And espe- yeah. especially in this era, like we, we and said Macho the- Man could ham it up if he wanted to as good as any. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think they're all, they're all clearly capable of that, that type of uh, insanity. Uh, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, right over wow. that top yeah, rope. That's, that's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, they're all clearly capable of that type of insanity, but it just felt, it felt like a type of match that I don't know that I see a lot. It's, it's not a strong style. It's not like a, oh, this really hurts. We're really trying to hurt More each like other. like a movie than, yeah. than, a, than, a, than a wrestling match in a way. Yeah, yeah. I I very much agree with that assessment. It was it was interesting to watch, and I, I was trying to figure out, like, how does this fit into my wrestling knowledge? Because, again, I've seen this Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant thing, and I think we'd all kind of agree Hulk Hogan is a fucking, he's always hot-dogging, right? Like, oh, yeah. Sure. He, he's a little crazy. Hot-dogging. <laughs> yeah. Making less, making more out of less. In yeah, a sense. always. Too yeah. much, so, probably. For sometimes. sure. For sure. And so, like, it just, in a way, I was like, what is this, how does this fit into my knowledge of wrestling in a way it contradicts mm-hmm. a lot of things that I think about it um, so it was interesting to watch I don't know I want to like I, I want to see I kind of want to see more from this I, I feel like it must be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat like well, I want to see Ricky something Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is to be fair a very grounded wrestler like yeah. he is a very realistic good technical uh, wrestler that's believable I, I think, yeah. think he brings a lot of that to this yeah match. and I think it'd be interesting if you were to go back and watch more NWA stuff I think that was the a very there was a definitive split amongst fans a lot who like WWF simply because that was more accessible at the time. Then there were yeah. the people that appreciated that the athleticism in NWA, WCW was a little bit closer to real life and a little bit right. less hammy. Yeah. And yeah. Here there was much more of an emphasis. Yeah, there's much more of an emphasis of characters over here with like Honky Tonk Man and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's why, yeah, WWE, like, later when they start getting shit on in the in the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars Era, it's it because they were them. still yeah. holding on to those old characters. And they did work. Even this combo right here, like, the, this is hammy. We got Macho Man spinning his flip, arm to hold yeah. on. But then this, like, that, that, like, uh, that leg smack around the 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 head that he did, he like claps his legs together around Ricky the Steamboat rather than ear. like kicking out yeah like he it's it feels like different I'm like I don't see this type of thing this feels like a real move it doesn't feel like just like a goofy like oh I'm done I'm not I, like what is mm. this what am I watching yeah, yeah the sunset okay. flip in and of itself is a very kind of yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to throw not, the guy into the ropes. And I'm just going to, like, bend over and wait yeah, for it. Yeah, it's not super impactful. They do yeah. another They do. I mean, they, and to be fair, like, this this match isn't completely devoid of insane bullshit. I think we're about to get a slingshot right here, which is, uh, oh, wait, are we? Yeah. yeah. Which is slingshot. I'm slingshots like, that's are not goofy. <laughs> they're always a little goofy. <laughs> that's not a reality that anybody can believe. I remember but, okay. as a kid trying to do that and being so disappointed. <laughs> that like, it's not how yeah. physics works. Why am I not people? launching my brother? Oh my He's just kind of laying there. He should be way up in the air right now. I've seen it work fast. Thousands of times. But even with that slingshot, the nice thing is that they went the extra mile to sell it that Macho Man didn't just hit the turnbuckle, he jumps over and hits the steel post. Right. At least they sold that even with the Going extra, the extra mile. The extra yeah. mile there for sure. Yeah, this, this match, I mean... Uh, from what I know of the reputation of Macho Man Randy Savage, and I'm very curious uh, just about how Ricky the Dragon Steamboat works too, is like, I wonder how this match got 
designed and made because if it is true that maybe that Ricky the Steamboat goes for a more grounded Ricky real style, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. That's I fine. like Just it. Go for it. And and Macho Man and his like obsessive engineering and redoing of matches. I'm like, yeah, that that could be a winning combination in a way that like makes things kind of work better in my opinion yeah. than mm-hmm. than some others that are just like whatever. Yeah. Um wow. but you know we still did just get the the hammy uh referee get knocked down well, and he had gotta, a full yeah. seizure when he got touched yeah, by yeah. another wrestler. It's like with a song you got to add different like parts to the song to keep it interesting. If it's the same thing the whole way through, it's not going to have the Oh, not me, man. My favorite music, metronomes. Okay. <laughs> give me give me a metronome, put it on at 140. I'm like, "Wow. Good to know." This is this is truly the best. Well, there we got the big uh Dancing. finish. We just had our first off the top elbow. Yep. Yeah, 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 we down. get a macho elbow and the ref's out. The ref's out. Classic moment here. Oh, yeah. And then we have all this interference from George the Animal Steel coming in at the end, right? Yeah. yeah that was um, that was an interesting part of it, too, because I felt like there it is from, from what I know of George the Animal Steel's character and the way this works. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of like motivated in a way. Macho Man's doing the thing wrong. George the Animal Steel's playing like this innocent yeah. <laughs> Quasimodo. Yeah. Quasimodo won't let Frollo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> screw over Esmeralda oh, like here. Innocent, weird thing that he's playing. I'm that like, oh, yeah, that boot was... that Macho Man got on like the side of his head actually yeah. looked pretty. It didn't look great. Pretty good, too. Because yeah. no, I thought it looked pretty good no, because I mean, yeah. it was like on, on camera there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I also Hell like, and bump. then I like the way that they're trying to wrap this match up where it's like, well, I'm now that the ref's out, I'm going to use my dirty tactics with the bell to yeah, defeat him again. Exactly. Like, that, that's good round storytelling. That's interesting. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, we got one, up. two. I love that finish. What, yeah. it was a quick, I've used that before. It was sort of a quick, weird. Uh, I felt I did sort of feel like I was surprised by that being the ending, given that it seemed you like, thought it was going to build up to something bigger. But that's the fun of it is that it kind of like came out of nowhere. Turn. Absolutely. Yeah, I could buy that. It, it is a really interesting ending that it's like you feel like there's going to be some huge flashy, you know, ending like he's yeah. going to do a cross and body I, or something. I miss right. that. Nowadays, everybody has to hit their finisher like three times for it to work. And uh, it's, it's these video game matches. It is video game stuff. You know, I got which I'm I blatantly ripping off that phrase from Jim Cornette, but he's got a point. As do I. The <laughs> fucking idiots booking your fucking video game matches. Up, up, down, right, left, BA select, start, sons of motherfuckers. But it's true. It's ironic, though. I mean, I don't think he'd be a fan of, like, what we do at Free Show no, Wrestling, but here I am, like... killing the business. You're closing yeah. the business. But, but here I can still appreciate the other side of it as well. So. Yeah. No, he, he's not wrong, because it's like, yeah, we don't get as much... That's, that's the like point that. that he brought up where like he watched this match at five speed and, and Jim's main complaint as well as a lot of other people like Steve Austin, Jim Ross, it is going too Matches fast. Too fast. You can't you don't have time to register the move. They didn't sell long enough and therefore it's, it takes away some of the effect. Completely. That's interesting. Completely. Like so there there is a lot of very questionable, especially on like WWE main product stuff, like a lot of questionable no selling that just happens for no good reason. Yeah, just going right into the next flashy high like, spot. Yeah, and 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 granted, I you know as good as NJPW is, a lot of guys no sell mat moves in that in that company too. I don't know what it is about modern wrestling, but there is a lot of no selling. I, I think that it's just you know the envelope has been pushed so much that in order for the irony is this, like the, you know you're talking about how certain spots like I the sunset them. flip were so hammy, yeah. That like, all right, well, we'll do all this other stuff. You can't fake me doing like six flips off the top rope. That's right. But now, even that's kind of become the cliche in a sense. Oh, yeah. Where now it's like, all right, would you actually do that in a fight if yes. you were up against... <laughs> okay. I right. would. Because, listen, I'm very agile. I we like know. to wow my opponent. That's true. <laughs> you see me in a street fight and guess I'm going off the... I'm going to kick flip off the wall. So Ricky the Dragon Steamboat wins his first and only Intercontinental Championship yep. in yeah. WWF. Uh, this, was, this was a rated a five-star match and was rated match of the year. By the Wrestling Observer yep. and by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. That's WI very as well. interesting because, yeah. I, this was Match of the Year in 1987 for And them. still That's holds great. up, as we've seen. I think so, we've too. And, and the fact that I, I, because I think it's such a clear, crisp match, it doesn't have necessarily the meaning for me because I wasn't watching in, you know, I was two years old. Right. I wasn't necessarily watching in 1987 at the height of this. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because I thought, but I still like this match. And I thought for sure. Steven, Even without the benefit of the backstory being as clear as if we were watching it week to week. No yeah. doubt. Absolutely. I really really think it's a well done match and I thought for sure you would be bored and I'm pleasantly surprised that you didn't see now he's well, watching it on five speed yeah to kind of prove his point. I too I'm not crazy but I'll tell you I'll tell you what I um, almost everything is improved 
by at least double speed. Okay. <laughs> like, who gives a shit, guys? You Let's do move get on. through it a little bit. Like, how long is the match normally? Uh, it's like a 15 minute match. Yeah, it's yeah. normally a 15 minute match. That's not seven. hard it to looks, watch. It look, well, it looks like, because this is the type of pace we have seen in some matches, like the Ricochet, Osprey, whatever. Like, there is a pace that exists like this. I so guess it's yeah. like, true. Uh, you know, it just looks like they are the most technical and fast and precise wrestlers in the world. And then you just believe that. And you're like, great. Incredible. I suppose that's true that this does look like <laughs> like a lucha it match a little yeah. bit. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, very lucha style. Well, guys, um, let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and, and rate, we'll this rate the match. match. Yeah. That's good. Hey, it's Josh Simpson and Jake Jabor from The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabor's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv. And we're back we're from back. The, we're back. Welcome to the Morning Zoo crew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the next commercial we should from now on just like start the first forty minutes of the show, very normal wrestling, <laughs> and then we just turn into morning zoo crew asshole. <laughs> What's up, losers? Here, here. So I was with this girl last night. Oh, oh yeah. Weenie in the butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring this. The talking about this match Good. to the close. WrestleMania three. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Nick, what do you think? Let's I review love- it. One out of five. What do you think? What are we gonna? One are we out gonna of five rate it? this on? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna rate this on. Um, <laughs> let's rate this on. Uh, Back hairs. Back hairs? How many great. back hairs? George Dan will steal back hairs. Great. One to five back hairs. One to hairs. five back Yeah, that, there it was. That was the move I was looking for this whole time. You wanted to see the slingshot again? Yeah. No, it's th- whatever this is. Oh, the like guillotine. That, yeah, that yeah. He bounces up in a way that I'm like, yeah, I get it. It looks a little insane. There is an argument that that's like too big and too crazy, but I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, but, but like, proportional like to everything else. Compare if he did that kind of a bump off an atomic drop, but doing it off of this, like the the top rope is giving him that extra force that causes him right. to go up so yeah. high. And, like and, and Macho Man's going right like, it. yeah, you get it. There, I feel like I see that type of thing sometimes, or like you know when it's done poorly, Shawn Michaels Hogan or whatever. <laughs> well, I'm like the match where he oversells all right, but that, that was intentional. Yeah, but but I honestly I felt like when I was watching that in some other matches, I'm like it's not that different. Like you're overselling isn't that different uh, actually watch that match we gave him no context and he didn't he didn't know without us telling him that, that Michael's was you, you kind of saw it, no you were like I don't think I knew yeah mm. I had no idea so I'm a real dumb shit yeah dumb we shit, guys. We'll agree with that uh, I'm not I would never No, I that. can see that because Sean does so many wacky things anyway like you throw him into the turnbuckle and, and he, 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 yeah, he somersaults up yeah. yeah. As a kid, I would be like, why is he doing that? It's all madness, guys. It's all madness. You're running into a wall. Why would you say, I better take this head first? <laughs> what? Yeah. And or, then flip over and, yeah. then run, and then run outside and then fall back right. and fall off a bridge into right. traffic. <laughs> a shotgun to my face. And it is a pain in the ass to do, I'll tell you, if you're attempting that spot. Oh, the flipping of the just, somersault just, on the rope? Oh, it hurts. Like the, the belt kind of, I mean, not the belt, the rope just digs into you as you're flipping over. Sometimes if you don't get it angry, Angled right, it'll like kind of clip off. It'll yeah. give you a little circumcision there. Ooh. Uh, so Ooh. we've all been there being accidentally circumcised. Okay, Nick, sorry. Right. Out of one to five back hairs, uh, even though there are far many more back hairs yeah. in the back of Georgie <laughs> Animal Steel. Uh, look, I, like we said, I think this match holds up, and I actually have not watched this match in a while. Uh, it's been a, it's been definitely a few years, and so to come back and watch this one again. And yeah, look at it, especially from the perspective now that's like I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it with you guys again. Steven's like not hating it. Mm-hmm. It's almost that speaks volumes. It's almost kind of making it even better for me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this really is in quality in terms of legacy, in terms of the history, in terms of the presentation, the production, the way that they the storytelling that they do, the technicality of the match, the, the commentary that we mentioned, the glitz and the glamour of WrestleMania, the outside interference. <laughs> The characters, it's so many parts all there. (laughs) It is. It's all there for me. And it really does work. So in terms of legacy, it's a five star match. And in terms of what I'm going to give it, I think I'm going to give it five back hairs. It's really back. hairs. I I, I think for the importance of this match for the for wrestlers and for fans alike, I really do think this match is that damn important. I'm going to give it five. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. I like being shocked by ratings. <laughs> uh, but, but like uh, at about half Owen Wilson. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. I really like your wrestling match. Oh, God, wow. I'm sad, but oh. not that sad. I, I could uh, so I could great. match that and give it the five back here. As a part of me, yep. could maybe go down as low as like four and a half. But, I agree. But uh, I, I don't. I wouldn't feel right giving it a four. So I'll def- yeah. I think I'll go with with a five as well because yeah, yeah just watching it again I, again I hadn't seen it in a while either and just watching it as we have it's just fun to watch so I'll right. get the five I agree <laughs> that the only the only way I could like dock and take out like point five is because I don't have the emotional investment at the of the time sure yeah. but it just it it works for me anyway That's yeah so John Allen you're going with five too I think I'll go with five wow you get two fives oh wow oh, oh god wow. Wow. so we're sitting at five and five that's Stephen and yeah. you got to remember that's I was a, a huge mark for the Hogan Andre thing you know as a kid sort of right. say, like you know put this above that as far as work rate that's a little tough but I'll do it yeah. That's crazy. All right. Where things are happening, guys. We're sitting at two fives. That's a 55 out of 10, Steve. <laughs> I know math. You've, uh, I know you've math. consistently proved that on the show. Yes, I have. So the, it's interesting because I'm watching this and I, I have I think about wrestling because I have a limited wrestling knowledge, but I do think of it very much as in context of like, when does it look like it was done? Mm-hmm. You know, 80s, 90s, 2000s. You also think 2000s. of wrestling far more often than you'd like to. Way more than I like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but like context of when it's done, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and then like modern stuff, this, you know, the 2010s or whatever. And, and what, how it like compares to that. So like, uh, I try to, I try to look at it in its time frame. I try. And if if everything that I've seen in this time frame sucks, like literally everything, I'm like, it's all shit. I don't want to see Andre, the giant Hulk Hogan. I don't want to see Ric Flair last for, you know, an hour in a WrestleMania. That was such Hmm. shit. I don't 92 rumble. Yeah. That sucked ass. Everything was awful. Would you say that because the, the, the 45 or 60 minute matches from Flair is too much of a good thing, or you would (laughs) like it as five to 10. If it was, I wish he was saying, no, it's bad. It's bad from moment one to uh, infinity. Yeah. So yeah, this wow. is this is Stephen Pearlstein. That's Welcome true. to our it's world sucks. of shit. Everybody it's needs so, a gimmick. Ultimate so, Warrior. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Warrior. What match? Do we ever watch a match? Yeah, we've watched Warrior matches, but he's an '80s guy. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I know we you, watched it with Ryan Tweedy. I know and, you appreciate uh, the madness of his his promos. Listen, he's crazy. That match yeah. isn't good. I don't think it's like a good match, but they're crazy. Yeah, you, I guess you give them some credit for their insanity for it was, being was a it, spectacle who, who was it was warrior savage that one right yeah so really like all of that like mid late 80s stuff maybe even a little early 90s you just yeah. no no it's all bad okay. um do you but, think you would have liked it back then or is it just because of how it doesn't i'm hold pretty up? confident i would have i saw i saw wrestling when i was young and i was like no oh okay. yeah uh kayfabe uh, except this is real uh his steven's real brother was rick flair <laughs> used K-fame. to beat him up when he was but a kid. But this is real. But yeah, I was sorry. I was going off on, on saying something else. No, it's, it's real. What? This is real. Yeah, my this brother's is real. Ric Flair, so it's just the whole thing. Um, it's it's interesting watching this because yeah, this is this match. Uh, compared to any other match, is performed with much more precision. The the reactions look real, and I think they found the balance that you like. They found a. I feel I feel like they found an, an acceptable balance that all. Frankly, I really believe all wrestling. If you're going to try to do whatever this product is, they should be aiming for that. Because if it doesn't look mm-hmm. real, then what the fuck is the point of it? Mm. If it doesn't like, if you oversell moves or you flop like on the ground every time you get hit in the chest, and you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? This isn't any symbol of reality why do I give a shit about this this for like oh there's a lot of moments in it where I'm like oh shit like this matter this like affected them this is cool like their reactions really drive the the announcers don't do as much for me but I, the, I how the, how the wrestlers react to the moves happening to them is what guides me on what I believe on this match okay and for this whole thing I'm like they're doing it right so I can't believe this is happening because I didn't want this to happen <laughs> I am giving I, I this oh my is God. this is the best match what's, I've ever seen from this. What's era. happening? What is this happening? This is maybe one of the Dude. best matches I've ever seen. Um, I think I'm giving this a five. Holy <laughs> shucks! Nickel. I can't believe. Listen, I broke. Let me just be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. I don't. Let me be. Let me be extra clear. Okay. Oh my I'm God. judging it on the merits of as a wrestling match. What I believe this art is. Okay. I feel like this And is, he called it an art. There's yeah, that. This is fucking bizarre. You you guys you guys get really picky when I, I tell like you it's Steven not an art. I feel like Stephen is being 
nicer and more open since Joey hasn't been here the last Listen, couple weeks. Am something I happened when he stapled person. himself. Okay. After he stapled himself, I think something happened. Something That's broke true. in you, but I feel like Joey almost talks you down in your ratings. Is that? Am I wrong? Joe, Joey's a toxic uh, person. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what's happening? No, Wait, I, he's not even here me, to see this. Let me. Let, well, let me just explain let, real quick. I'm not saying like I'm not saying I want to go watch this, but I am saying like as far as like this is the closest it could get me into going like. Yeah, I'll watch wow. this. And it's filled with, and it's still filled with shit that I'm watching. I'm like, why is a slingshot a move? Okay. Mm. Why would this ever happen? There's still plenty of that. Don't get me wrong. Look at but him it's selling the, the defeat. The defeat. Uh, and Miss Elizabeth. And look is, at that camera. That's it. That, that camera. That, that shot, shot is incredible. Them yeah. going off into darkness the alone. Like, it's yep. sad. It's as, incredible. As, go back as the light. Time. You as the actually light feel sympathy him. for the villain as <laughs> people do. are throwing trash. Look at that. Oh, yeah. He's going out. Miss Elizabeth is there. camera work. You got a nice little he has his incredibly hot wife. Poor yeah. guy. That's yeah, a- <laughs> oh, what a shitty send-off. But yeah, I- into darkness. And Miss Elizabeth sells it really well, too. You get wow. some good reaction shots from her. Um, this is all This is all good stuff in like, the intention of what it's supposed to be. I really believe it's not like it's not like I want to see this, but I truly believe like this is the platonic ideal of like what wrestling and then we go acting into this. should be. Uh, and then, yeah, so, so, that's, <laughs> oh, wow. so that's my opinion okay. on it. If you're going to do wrestling, do it like that and everything else sucks ass. Jesus Christ. Uh, and one more time, sucks before ass. we move on, can I just say one more time Wham. how I really feel, Stephen? Is it Wham? <laughs> it's so That's loud. actually me. It That's reverberates me. throughout the room. Three and fives makes a 15. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. yeah. Dig it. Jesus Christ! I'm 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 floored. My balls are tingling. I don't even know how to do. I don't even know how to handle this right now. It's it's like when stop stop scratching and scratching yeah, your weird. balls. It's like when Hulk Hogan was in the limo with Chad. Oh, it's Lord. okay, brother. Hey, brother. I, I can't believe Stephen. I can't even believe, I'm even floored. Donald is shocked. Look at his yeah. Face. Look at him. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about the I'm next sorry, thing I'm just, as I'm throwing I'm a little lightheaded thing. right now. I kind of don't know how to handle it. We'll allow you to pull yourself together when we throw the clip. So Jesus. in next, the next clip we had, we watched, we actually watched a couple of them as John Allen as Donald Trump. Uh, he's <laughs> trouncing around Vegas, interacting with the people for Freak Show Wrestling. And we saw a clip of him uh, talking to... What is its name? Gadolf Hitler. Gadolf Hitler of Freak Show Gadolf, Wrestling. Uh, Fre- Freak yeah. Show Wrestling and you doing a promo of that. But we're going to cut to a, a clip of uh, him, uh, Donald Trump, in Vegas. Here we go. Jake the Snake. And I smell snakes. I've got a huge python in my pants. Believe me. You're just going to walk away when I talk about my dick? Come on now. Come on now. I know dicks. And believe me, it's a good one. You think Bernie Sanders has a good way? Probably looks like prune Slim Jim. <laughs> and just so you know, you can find uh, both of these clips and some others. We will put them up on BoardWalkAudio.com, uh, so you can check it all out with yeah. the with the description of this. Uh, yeah, of this episode. So, so, what, so where what, did this come from? This is this is pre election. This is pre election. Yeah, it was all funny. It was uh, all, it was yeah. All oh my god, that is such a good point. Because I, I thought about stopping for a while. I was like, I don't know. It's funny anymore. We've talked about this. Like everything pre election. Oh, this is so funny. Yeah. Now it's like what He's crazy. What uh, the fuck are we doing with our lives now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what does this is. Uh, uh, yeah, how how were people reacting uh, to to me doing the character? Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're having yeah, a blast. I think that a lot of people really want to tell this guy to go f off. They're, <laughs> they're not really going to have the opportunity. So for me to come out and do this character, I think is very cathartic for mm-hmm. a lot of people that come see the shows. And you know, it's in a way that like they, they boo, but there's laughs, so they're also kind of having a good time at the same time, rather than just feeling anger. Right. So I, you know, that's that's ultimately why I started doing it again, was I felt that the time was right to uh, to give them that that bit of fun one more time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun to like. I totally agree with that. Like, I feel like especially at the time, maybe even more so now, people just want to go like, "Fuck you, yeah, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Donald Trump." When he first got elected, I was like, "Dude, I don't know if it's funny." I think the wound is very fresh right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, the, the time was right, which is why at this last show we brought him back. But we have healed as a nation. Yeah. And we've learned to laugh again. We've learned to laugh at Donald Trump again. Well, <laughs> how did how did did you start doing this? Was it because the election was coming up or like, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the genesis of this bit? I, uh, yeah. I remember like in one of the last uh, in, in 2015, the. Uh, 
South Park had started its new season at the time. And it was very political, and I I, yeah. I went to Sin. I've been doing you know different sort of minor characters for him, and I said, you know, there's there's a couple things I'd let, maybe like to do that are current that could be fun for the show. And he said, what's that? I said, well, either Kim Davis, this lady who like refused to marry <laughs> the gay people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was almost a wrestling Kim Davis. That's uh, funny. I said, or or Trump, and he he's like, can you do a Trump impression? I'm like, yeah, I got a suit. If you can get the wig, let's let's give it a shot. Put some bronzer on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> you can get the wig. The first first time we did it was in East L.A., and I really didn't even have to make him say anything. Just Mm -hmm. the the image of Trump coming out, the middle fingers, it was was heavily Hispanic population in that area. So yeah, like but, right but off the Trump, bat. But Trump loves the Hispanics. I love, I love the Mexicans. I make the best tacos. Nobody uh, loves the Mexicans more than me. <laughs> that's why I think they could make a wall. The best taco salads. Best. Yeah, They're that's great. uh that's so that's so funny. I mean <laughs> I forgot about that woman uh who used to Davis. Yeah. God, what a crack. piece of work, right? Uh, just just always having the hands up praising yeah. she was far Man. too much. But she's out of the news cycle now. Yeah, I wouldn't she have gotten up briefly a couple months ago. Did she? I, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten nearly the mileage out of that one. Although it would have been fun for like an episode or two. <laughs> yeah, would have. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this was just like you know, as you can see, he's got the flyers in his hand. Sin usually asks some of us to go out before the show for people that might not know that show's going on at the Fremont Street Experience. We let them know. And okay. Yeah. Uh, Biagio was with me. I was like, Hey, can you film some bits? You know, let's just see what we can get out of this. So. <laughs> Flagging down buses. Yeah. Uh, what, did that, what did that bus driver say? And he's like, what's up, man? I was like, come to my show. I'm going to wrestle midgets. <laughs> well, that's funny. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. And he's that's driving. better than him. I thought he would have been like, get the fuck out of the street. No. It'll hurt you. There, there, there was one. You know, I, I couldn't have this video be too long, but there's this one lady who was following me around for like five to ten minutes going, die, Trump. Die. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, we have Trump hair dye. It's going to be gay. No, die. That's very Cease funny. Cease to exist. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I lose just your say, life. I just want to say that nobody here wants Donald Trump to die. We're all big fans well. of him. And that type of that type of uh, I think if you well. say that you want that, I think that's illegal. Uh, so mm. let's just say uh, all there's of us a right lot now. of illegal things being done on the other side of the pond, though. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? That's a good point. The other side of the pond being Washington, D.C. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know that the analogy doesn't quite work, but I think you get what I'm going. The at. other side of the pond is just the other side. of I the think rocks. treason maybe isn't so legal, Which right? Pond. Amen. Take it, take it, Donald. <laughs> Trees and uh, ponds. Yeah. Nature. So, so you're still doing that. Hey, you like this image of Brutus the Barber Beefcake, by the way? Yeah, he actually cut the uh, barber. He was there at the show. He cut off some of the Trump wig because the fans were begging for it. And I, I still keep that little clip oh, that's in a little fun. plastic baggie. That's funny. Just for the this hell of it. This was cut off by Brutus the Barber. Yeah. That's no. really cool. There have been some cool guys who have come by, like uh, Eugene from WWE. He was on the show one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he locked me in the sharpshooter as Trump while the Stoner Brothers poured beer in my eyes. We just Fantastic. recently revealed to Stephen who Eugene was. <laughs> the the special, the very special character, Eugene. I have we, we, literally we, zero recollection. We mentioned of it this. to you. It, it was a guy. He who, played a mentally challenged guy that could actually wrestle. Yeah, I'm Eugene. We mentioned this to you. No. Oh yeah, we mentioned this. To wow, you. that's bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, you, Stephen, you weren't paying. Oh, but it that's worked really for a while. At the beginning, it was over. Oh, it was working. It really well, was. <laughs> okay, so let's. So I also want to know a little bit more about like uh, your. It went, oh. <laughs> we showed oh. you images of this guy, Eugene. No, I've never seen Nick this. Yeah, Dinsmore. Eugene. There he is. No. Very nice guy. No, I've it's never right seen this. This is weird. Uh, he's a great wrestler who got I love that gimmick. He's, yeah, made I love that he suppressed this from his memory. I swear he did. I Listen, this show is all very triggering for me. I just try <laughs> to put it away, we put know. it to bed. It's awful. No, okay. So I do want to know. So tell me a little, how, long, how long have you been like, uh, doing stuff with Free Show Wrestling. Tell us a little bit about what it's about, because I I feel like I've heard about it and I kind of get the idea of it, but I don't really know. And like I want to yeah. hear. I, I think that you would dig it. Freak Show Wrestling really plays up the comedy aspect yeah. of it. Uh, so there's satire. There's there's some really good matches on the show actually, like especially from the likes of Funny Bone and Sin Bodhi. Uh, every once in a while, we bring in somebody who you guys might have seen on WWE. Like we've had Crime Time. I've as Trump, I've refed a match with Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Great. Um, who else? Shelly Martinez, who is in WWE and TNA. She's a regular on our show. Mm-hmm. Techno Destructo from Guar is a regular on it. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just a lot of craziness. And then between the matches, we'll usually have some sideshow, whether it be like magicians. Our it's buddy like, Leroy Patterson yeah. is there. There's oh, usually okay. some, some hot girls that maybe have like sort of a burlesque act going on. 
Cool. So just a, just a lot of fun stuff, man. It's you know, you guys are really. It sounds like you guys really lean into the carny slash. Like, let's just fucking throw everything that's fun into it. And yeah, make it yeah. A good show. More or less. I mean, just, kind of just sins thing, isn't it? I mean, the the, the carny aspect. Well, it's absolutely. One of, one of his things he's known for. Yeah, his gimmick has always been that of like you know weird carnival kind of guy, and he's sort of he's definitely evolved it since the Kizarni days from WWE. If you yep. look at him now, he just looks like this psychotic axe murderer. Yeah, yeah. Because I've met him a couple times. He's a super super nice guy. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's just he's got that look he's just got an interesting look it's his thing and just every time i talk to him he's always got some crazy idea that's like his mind is just always coming up with all these these different sort of things to try out at the shows like right depressler and you know useless aquaman as a character on our show now i'm still with god that's funny yeah useless aquaman i'm still waiting for you guys to come back to la so just aquaman <laughs> that's what I. That's, that's, why that's I'm the, Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we used to do uh, Los Angeles as well as Vegas. Vegas is now kind of the exclusive thing. Got just, it. I think because you know he lives out there with his girlfriend, and it's a little bit easier to do it because oh. he still wrestles. He still goes on the road yeah. and does indie shows. So doing freak show uh, once every two months in, in Vegas, a little bit easier on his schedule. Um, he'll at some point. I, I I think he'll bring it back to LA as as well. Yeah. But uh, in a way, Vegas might be a little bit of a better fit because of the, the completely over the top understand nature that. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you, mean, it feels like that's the perfect environment for it. For based on things yeah. I've seen, it's like, do you guys get a lot of walk-ins insane. for that? Like, I mean, like a very lot of, much like, so. Like, yeah. there, there's people like when I would be walking the streets as as Trump, you know, I'd have the flyers in hand, and, and not everybody's into it. They've got their plan that they came to Vegas for, yep. and they're sticking to it. You fucked up. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> they'll be like, "Holy crap, Jake Roberts!" Or there's a wrestling show going on. You, you'd be surprised how many kind of pop in and, and give it a shot right um cool. yeah nice cool i love it well i mean guys if you're in vegas or planning to go soon like let's be real we're always trying to go to vegas oh aren't we check out that's the other thing like yeah as, as convenient as more convenient as it would be if it was in la it does give me an excuse to go out to las vegas every Absolutely. two months or so yeah i mean i'm going out soon so like I there's a, a while. I might go to a freak show why not killer <laughs> yeah not? We'd uh, love to have you <laughs> it'd be so fun i mean yeah everything i see again just looks insane <laughs> i'm like what yeah that's it really the, does and that's the idea that's so. good i mean yeah freak show guys you really get what's in the title <laughs> and it's interesting because we we've gone to lucha vavoom yeah and so steve has kind of seen a show, a wrestling it's, a show where where it focuses more on the performance and the crazy yeah. characters in the comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is Lucha Vavoom turned up. Yeah, yeah, just a smidge more. Like, yeah, I haven't been to a Lucha Vavoom show uh, yet. I, I do uh, appreciate what they put out there. They're fun, but I, I would dare say it at the risk of you know, with no disrespect to them. Yeah, we we do crank it up to like an eleven. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So take that, Lucha. Uh, <laughs> you fucks. That's fantastic. And there's a lot of people that have been on there on Lucha Vavoom that have also been on Freak Show, like Joey Joey Ryan and so forth. So Yeah. You know. Yeah, Joey Ryan's a good fit for Freak Show. Just about any Hood, wrestling show. Hood Slam yeah. out in the San Francisco area right. also. There's a lot of cross-promotion between, not maybe not promotion, but crossover as yeah. far as the talent on both shows. Yeah, Hood Slam seems interesting, too. I'll have to check them out someday. Definitely. Hood Slam sounds like it shouldn't exist. We've talked about Hood Slam on this show, yeah, but you I, don't remember. I, yeah, oh, I, I remember. remember. Okay. I remember. I just don't remember... Who we knew who did it or something. Well, Serial Man, I think, has, has done oh, Hood Slam. Serial Man. Man. That's it. Serial uh, Man. Sin Bodhi, the Stoner Brothers, you know, yeah. so so on and so forth. Yeah. There's all, guys, independent wrestling is real. Yeah. You'll see it all. Yeah, absolutely. For the love of God. Uh, and give something it, and, for everyone. And give all their matches five-star ratings, just like Steven did on today's match. What the fuck is happening? It's a weird day. So, which means you did your job perfectly, John. You, you are like, I mean, and even like earlier, like when Ronnie Adrian was here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a previous episode, you kind of gave everything a five. Yeah. But it wasn't for a wrestling match. So yeah. it didn't feel, it was like, uh, I mean, I think you even given a couple of fives, like certain things. Yeah. But like, eh. This, uh, courtesies. This is like. Something's happening. Something <laughs> weird is bubbling up. Guys, it's really funny. Well, what happened wrestling? next? Well, in Wrestlingville, they said. Yes. <laughs> His heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> Steven himself carved the roast beast. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't the get Grinch, it. The Grinch, you fuck. I don't care. Come on. Uh, all right, and we've John. had the Grinch on Freak Show, actually. Well, we got the Grinch here in the room. That feels like a copyright infringement. So you have done more... Parody laws. We get away with a lot. That doesn't oh my God, make so any much. sense. So for, as a wrestling match being graded, 
you're like the first to ever really make this, I feel, to really make this work Something's and be happening. earned and be real. Well, and on that note, crazy, you did an incredible job as a guest. Is there anything Thank you, you want to share much. or plug with our listening audience, whether that be freak shows, social medias? Well, ra- yeah, we're sure. Yeah, um, Tell us everything. You can find all my social medias from, from johnallencomedy.com, J-O-N-A-L-L-E-N, comedy.com. You know, I'm, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And then, yeah, um, we, we've done a good job of plugging freak show, but uh, freak show wrestling official uh if you pump that into facebook or twitter or anything you'll find them as well we, we just uh sin just went ahead and redid the website so it's a lot of fun showing cool. more of the characters now nice great we did it shit we did it my god i'm nick, nick is uh laying on the floor because he's floored i'm convulsing <laughs> just like to do uh sean michael's getting touched by hulk Hogan. an angel an angel <laughs> An Why angel not? named Hulk Hogan. Jesus Christ. Right. I think the only way we can end this match, John Allen again, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me, guys. Great episode. I think the only way we can end this is simply with a chorus of hallelujah. Okay. End it with that. Oh, we're not doing the thing that we always do? Great. No, that's it. I'm saying we're ending it. Just please play the hallelujah chorus. Okay, great. Yeah. Because we did it! <laughs> hallelujah! <laughs> No, that's what we end with, Stephen. Okay. Okay, but in the meantime, <laughs> I'm saying, and I need to ask, I'm sorry, I'm so, I mean, you it, did today, I almost didn't even know how to end the, Yeah. all right, Stephen, do you fucking love wrestling? Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> oh he <laughs> did oh. say yeah. He said it, he, oh my God. I tried, I wanted to, I wanted to give, uh, that was a Frodean slip. No, my balls. <laughs> Frodean. Yeah, Freudian. Frodean. Uh, Frodoian. Freud with an afro. Frodoian. Frodoian. Frollo right, from Jesus Hunchback. Christ. So you don't love wrestling, nah. but today, Stephen, mm-hmm. you fucking did. No. You fucking You kind of liked nah. it. Play that hallelujah chorus. <laughs> Bye, fuckers. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.